up, man? Uh, not too much. Having a good uh, week, good evening, and it's a little bittersweet this what? this moment right now. Why just do you because say that? of oh, just for what's what's to come well, and what's what's to go away. Yeah, so, well, yeah. Well, what's up, well, everybody? Here, thank you as always here for tuning into the show and joining us here on the Enthusiast Life. And if you've been following us on Twitter at the Enthused Life, you've seen we've been kind of teasing lately. I think I was even uh, te- teasing on my Twitter that we have a big announcement, a new podcast project that we're working on. And I, before I think Chris, you kind of foreshadowed it here, might have put some uh, some detriment in some people's hearts out there. But the Enthusiast Life <laughs> itself, we don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> put a long story right. short, the show necessarily isn't going away. Um, but there is something new that we we want to try out in terms of podcasting. Um, Chris and I, you know, Chris, I mean, how long have we been podcasting, dude? It's, it's been you and I, what, about 10 years now. I think this, I think this summer was 10 years when we did the finer geek, our very first podcast yeah. that many years ago. It was 2008, I think. Right. Yeah, it was man. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we've decided that we do want to try and do something else. And, and, and one of the things actually, we've been talking about it here on this show somewhat lately about, um, podcasts that recap television series. And how that seems to be kind of like the hot trend right now that everybody's doing, right, Chris? I mean, I, I know I've been listening to, I've been watching Voltron. Everybody knows I've been loving Voltron. I've been listening to a Voltron show. I've talked about uh, the Simpsons show I listened to. Uh, mm-hmm. The Rebel Force Radio guys would break down Clone Wars, so I listen to them a lot. Um, and so it's something that we've been wanting to try our hands at. And so well, we did it. We did it with with the Destiny show that you still currently do. Like when we were doing, true. yes, uh, you know, video game solely video game podcast. We had always thrown that idea around, and yep. um, it's obviously taken off for yep. for you and the the Guardian show. So, go ahead. I mean, well, we're trying I was gonna to say, I mean, so so the here's road. the thing. So, like, you know, the 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 original part when we started podcasting, we just did a generic video game show, right? It was just like let's talk about all these video games, and it was great. Right. But because so many people are doing it, it's hard to kind of pigeonhole yourself with that, and and you kind of get lost in the mix. And the enthusiast life, as much as we love doing the show, believe me, I mean, really, Chris, let's be honest. The reason we do the show is a reason for us to convince our wives that we're quote unquote working just so we can get together and bullshit <laughs> like, again, right? Because exactly. we, we live so far away. I mean, it's honestly the real reason we do the show. Um, but you know, Plus. again, enthusiast life kind of gets lost in the mix. We we kind of dropped the original idea of having topics every week and we're just kind of doing the smorgasbord of of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we said, you know what? Let's get back to what um, what what kind of got the success of Guardian Radio going, and that's pigeonhole and and come with a specific topic. And <laughs> you know, we could have went the route of finding a current new television series to jump into and recap every week that we're big fans of. But instead, we decided to do the complete opposite and find a show that's been out for years that we know literally nothing about at all. Literally. Literally, literally nothing about. Nothing. Yeah. I know this is a very big geek show that a lot of people love this show. And Chris is the one that came up with the idea. And so, Chris, I'll let you say the show that we're going we're gonna to sit back and watch well, every week breaking down an episode every single week. Well, th- this, this came about last at the very end of last week's show, um, you know, when, when we cut the feed, you know, Mark and I will just BS for five minutes, sometimes half hour. And we kind of started because last week's show, you said we were we were talking about stuff like that. And we kind of were throwing around the idea of doing it. And we were like, it was rather quick. Like you, you had thrown out, I think you said like Clone Wars. And right. but we both have seen that and we're like, yeah, like. It's got to be something we haven't seen. And then immediately I was just like, dude, I've never seen a second of Doctor Who. And you immediately said, neither have I. And you just started That's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we kind of were thrown in like for, for the next like five, ten minutes. We were just kind of like brainstorming it. And like, yeah, I think I think that would be the route to go because it's yep. such a popular show. It has such a following. And we are two American idiots who have no idea about what Doctor Who is. Um, I will say that my experience with Doctor Who is just having knowing some people who enjoy it a lot, going to cons and seeing like, you know, people wearing the shirts and that. And I will admit about three or four years ago when it was still on Netflix, because somebody said, oh, watch it with your kids. We watched the first three episodes. And that was Uh, it. So that's my experience. I'll admit that. That's my experience with Doctor Who. But that's mm -hmm. about it. So. We're we're the show every week. We're going. Somebody's asking in the chat which Doctor Who. We're going back to the the reboot, if you want to call it, from was it 2005, 
when they kind of redid it. So the kind of the current run right now. So season one, they're all available on Amazon Prime. That's where we're going. And we're starting every week. We're going to do an episode, break it down. And um, we ask you to come on the journey with us. Is what we're gonna yeah. do. And Chris, what's the name of the show? I, the, the name oh, yeah. is the greatest thing in the world to me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, that was another thing that just like we were looking up. Oh, I think we were both looking up. I know I was just things that are in the show because like I, I have no idea what's going on in the show. And I, I know the, the, the gist of it. But I was looking for something that was maybe like, you know, obscure, like a term or something like that. But even not knowing anything about the show, I know what the TARDIS is. And I told Mark, I was like, dude, why don't we call it like we're, we're coming so late to this game. Why don't we call it the Tardy TARDIS? And <laughs> Mark started laughing for about a half hour. And uh, I think that's I love what we're it. going with. I think that's what we So our show is the Tardy Tardis uh, Doctor Who podcast is what our, yeah. our new show is going to be that we're going to be launching beginning next week. Uh, we're going to do them live here, definitely on Twitch. Uh, just continue doing that. And, uh, you know, we ask you guys, go out, come along with us on the journey. <laughs> Try not to spoil anything. I know there are people who are Doctor Who fans out there. So if you are a Doctor Who fan, please don't spoil anything for us. And uh, every week, we're just going to break the episode down, coming at it with fresh eyes of, of people who have no clue what the hell Doctor Who is. Um, mm. All I will say that I do remember of those three episodes is that it is cheesy as hell. And I think <laughs> it is probably the most amazing show for us to do a podcast about because it's there perfect. is some stuff in that show that I could tell that we will just be tearing apart. Yeah. So. And I even had mentioned um, to, to you somewhere down the road. I, I don't know. Like we haven't even started this yet, but in maybe in season three or four or even beyond that, because uh, the Chris three, seven, one, one had asked, you know, which one we're doing. And I would like to go back at some point and just do like a special episode of, of the, the original from what was yeah. like 63 or something like that, yep. just to see what that's about. So, I mean, we're going to do some like kind of fun things with this. I'm sure we'll have some segments and um, as, as the community grows. Yeah. I mean, the stuff that people will bring to the show will be just as relevant as what you and I are going to be talking yep. about. So yep. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I, the, the thing that I always say is uh, I just think it's like a quantum leap type of show. Yep. That's the all. Quantum leap. He's time but traveling. I don't know if that's true or not, but we'll see. We'll go with it. We're going to, we're going to find out. Yeah. So a tardy Tardis, a doctor who podcast launches next week. Uh, as of right now, I'll tell you guys, we don't have any album art. So if anybody is uh, interested in helping us out, I'm going to start working on something to kind of get thrown up soon to curate our feed. And uh, of course, all of this will be hosted at thecomicpanel.com. It's going to be brought to you by thecomicpanel.com. Uh, we're going to host it there, put the stories up there. I think I'm going to even run a story probably on the site, just kind of announcing it so we can kind of spread that link around to you know our Twitter followers and all that. Um, and then to go back to Enthusiast Life, you know, like I said, this show, um, I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to do with it right now. We're, we're probably going to somewhat put it on hiatus for now. It depends, I think, on how long those Doctor Who episodes go because we could technically, we're kind of throwing the idea of maybe recording them both in one night, but in the same sense, it's like... You know, maybe the enthusiast life just becomes another extension of the comic panel where we just kind of throw something out when there's a big, you know, new Star Wars movie, new Marvel movie, something right. like that kind of to break down rather than kind of the little bits and pieces that we've been doing. Um, I, I, like I never that. I never like shutting the door 100 percent on anything, which is why we've never really uh, said a robust radio mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is it's it's still, still a possibility. <laughs> It's, it's still, still like a possibility. Out. I'll never say yep. no. So um, we're, I think we just want to put our efforts into the Doctor Who show right now see what happens there and then because i think we both of us like doing this we like doing just bullshitting and who cares how many people are listening but um i think to do something like that and kind of pigeonhole ourselves into one show is going to be like super exciting i will tell you this i ran this idea by one of my british friends i'll say and they thought it was one of the most hilarious things they've ever heard that we're (laughs) going to do the show so (laughs) I cannot wait to start. So we got one listener anyway. That's right. We got one listener. So, uh, and yes, Gary Marvel unlimited 
will be sponsoring. Wait a minute, are they, or is it going to be Amazon Prime? I think that might be Amazon Prime because oh, Amazon Prime yeah, hosts all the Doctor Who shows. Show. Yeah, so Cosmicology. Yeah, there you go, Amazon Cosmicology. Cosmic that's right. Yes. That'll be our new. Uh, we're leaving Marvel Unlimited. That's what we're doing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, of course, you know, follow us guys on Twitter at the Enthused Life and uh, check out the ComicPanel.com. I'll get a story up there, kind of announcing it, and once we get the album art, and if you want to, you know, if you want to maybe potentially create the album art for us or a logo or something like that, you can email us the Enthused Life at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I've tasked my daughter with drawing mm -hmm. a TARDIS. I told her tonight when I put her down to bed, I said, hey, we're nice. launching this new show. I need you to draw a TARDIS. So she's already going to be creating something. And I was thinking of taking that and then putting like the tardy TARDIS like in uh, the Doctor Who font or something like that. Does uh, she have some, some you know, artistic abilities? Or, or uh, she can draw pretty, yeah, she's decent. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I got anything around here. I had a Leonardo that she had drawn one time. But, yeah. but a lot of it is she watches YouTube videos and like people showing you how to draw things. I don't know if there's one for the TARDIS. I would assume that there is, Probably. but yeah. I don't care. She'll figure it out. And that'll be the more hilarious part, that it's like a little kid drawing. Like, it's better than what you and I could probably draw. So. Right. <laughs> or oh, maybe absolutely. one of us should draw it. Maybe I, we really I, should. I, yeah, I would draw a stick figure TARDIS. I'm, I'm thinking of literally putting in the description, two American idiots talk about Doctor Who, like, every week. Like, that's, like, <laughs> the description of the show. Uh, but all right, we got that some stuff awesome. to talk about this week, guys, here on The Enthusiast Live, because, we're, hey, we're not done yet doing the show. So, uh, Chris, I want to throw it to you first, man, like we always do. What are you excited about this week, man? I caught up with the current Darth Vader comic, and damn, is it fine, man. Like, this this comic is solid. You haven't caught up on the series, but you did read... I read the, the annual number two. Annual number two. All right. Yeah. Would you want to get to that now, or you want to hold off on that? No, we can get to it. Yeah, I mean, speed. whatever, man. If you want to talk about the series a little bit, and go well, to yeah, that. I'll it's up to you. All right, so I'll talk about the series real quick. So, so the, the current, well, they just started a brand new arc in eighteen. So the arc previous to this one just ended with seventeen. It might be from like thirteen to seventeen or something. <clears throat> so for those that don't know, this whole series starts immediately after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Like he he gets um, it's it it's literally. Ooh. It had to know right in, the in the first yep. comment. Yeah, so it had, so just to give you a time frame, that's when it starts. So, um, you know, the, the uh, Emperor's trying to get all these different planets behind him and, and trying to take over. So he goes to Mon, Mon, Kala, Mon um, Kala, Mon Kala, where, uh, what's his name lives? I'm drawing a blank on his, uh, he died in uh, Last Jedi. And they just glossed over his death. Akbar. Oh, right? Akbar, Akbar yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so he lives there. It's, it's his home planet. It's like a ocean-type ocean, ocean -type planet. So they get there, and in the very beginning, this guy, they, they send some guy down to have, like, cordial communications with him to kind of say, like, get behind us, and, you know, the the Empire will, will support you and all this stuff. And they were like, no, like, we appreciate it, but we, like, are doing our own thing, and no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. So, the, so he's like, all right, well, I'll go back and tell him, and maybe this can be the start of a, a peaceful negotiation and all this other crap. So as this guy's like walking away, Vader lands because he's still trying to find what's left of the Jedi right. to get Take rid of them all right? for the whole Order 66. So there's still some floating around. So there's one on this planet. So he goes and he literally as this guy is leaving, Vader's landing. As the as the one guy's taken off, his ship explodes. So you're like, so this guy that was going there to deal on behalf of the Empire is now dead. Mm -hmm. Moff Tarkin sees that as a sign of war, so he sends his guys in, and it's all out. It's all out war for like the next three issues. It's great. So what happens is that this this Jedi that Vader's looking for is on the planet, and he's dealing with the. Um, he's kind of like in the ear of the king of this planet and he had get he had taken all these people with him to be like you can be part of something big and just come with me so he's got like he's got his little clan and they're hiding like in the caves and everything of this planet vader's going after him and at the at the last minute tarkin like kind of like calls down to him and he's like i need you to do something i need you to go go after the king he goes, still go after the, the Jedi, whose name is Farron Barr, is the Jedi. He goes, still go after him, but you send because send the uh, Inquisitors after him. Because Vader has the Inquisitors who are former Jedi. Right, yep. Who <clears throat> Vader turned. He goes, send the Inquisitors and some uh, clones. Have him go, have them go get the Jedi. You go get the king of, the, of uh, Mon Calamari. <clears throat> Vader's like, whatever. 
So the, 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 this Farron Barr, he's going through the caves and they're chasing him and he gets to a point where he cannot go any further. It almost looks like uh, Prof- Professor X's uh, chamber there. the Cerebrus. Cerebro. Looks like Cerebro. It almost looks like that, but he's got nowhere else to go. Literally, like there's just a cliff there. So he turns around and he's got clones and um, the Inquisitors there. So they're like, you know, you got no place to go. And he's like, he goes, well, he goes, I am a student. He goes, and I know that these clones that you have are fresh off of the loading dock, basically. He goes, so their their minds are still, their minds have not been tripped yet. And all of a sudden, the, like the, the last page, I think it was issue 16, he does like this mind trick and he goes, execute order 66. Nice. So those clones turn on the Inquisitors and kill them all <laughs> while he escapes with the exception of two, like two, like kind of get away of the Inquisitors, but one like chops the leg off of his like brother Inquisitor so he can get away and he just leaves wow. the other guy's bait. It's freaking great, dude. <clears throat> nice. And what happened was um, the this Farron Bar, he's the one that blew up the ship because uh, he didn't he didn't want negotiations to continue. He's wanted to be done. So he's really like a oh, not dude, a bad Jedi. It's so good, but he he's they're like, why would you do that? That's not the way of the Jedi. He's like, what I'm doing, it's almost a Thanos moment where he's like, what I'm doing now will have repercussions. Right, you will be yeah. saving lives in the future and after that. And they reference kind of like you know like the resistance and stuff like wow. that. Wow. It Dude, they're, they're killing it with bizarre. the comics, man. The way it they're they're awesome. like tying everything together. I mean, even just the Inquisitors alone. Like, if you didn't watch Rebels, like that's where they were kind of debuted, right? The Inquisitors were like you had like a whole fleet or flock of of Inquisitors in that first season, and then you had the Grand Inquisitor, who was kind of the the ultimate villain of that first season. I mean, they're just you know the way they're tying it all together, and then to bring up Annual Number Two. Oh my I mean, God. I love it because, that. dude, pulling in all of Rogue One and Jyn or so, Galen or so, you know, all of that is in it. And then at the end, because you kept saying you got you wait till the end. I mean, the fact that you see the mom, is that what you were saying? That that you see her mom? Yeah. Well, that and, and it, it, like Vader, is Vader the one that sent that? Uh, the the like, droid? The, 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 the droid to her. Like the Mission Impossible, yeah. like this message. It's almost like, it's almost like Vader's the reason why they're on the run at the beginning of Rogue One. Uh, but see, that, yeah, see cor- yeah, but no, dude, according to the book, if you read the novel, the, the Catalyst book, it mm-hmm. ends with them kind of leaving Krennic and him just saying, I'm done. And he, they know that Krennic is going to come back to get him at some point, essentially. So they're not right. really on the because at the end they're not really on the run. But but I think if anything, it me it shows you why. What's the what's the, I can't think of the wife's name, whatever her name is. Why she pulls the gun out on Krennic, you know? She could, because at that point, then she's been tipped off in the cave that like, hey, shit's going to go down soon, you know. So be right. prepared for it. So that's why she comes in. Of course, she gets killed, um, you know, in that in that beginning confrontation, but. It's just cool, man. I think the way that they're just everything is just weaving together. You know, before yeah. all we had really was the old expanded universe in the novels, and now the comics are, are in my opinion, really? better than what they're doing. Oh my god, with the books, man. Yeah, it's like you were saying last week when we were talking about it, and you had a, a friend who his Star Wars is the Clone yeah. Wars. Yeah, Swain from Crucible Radio. A lot of the guys that listen okay. to Guardian Radio, Swain from so, Crucible like, Radio, like his. Star Wars is the Clone Wars. Like he likes it better than he does the original trilogy. Yeah, and and yep. that's I'm not saying I'm I'm going down that road of like the comics are better than the movies, but the comics are holding their own, man. Like the, yep. they they have a story to tell, and it's it's not like it's not insignificant. It's are very are the Marvel Star Wars comics better than just the Marvel comics right now? Do you think? Um. Like, well, there's so many Marvel comics. I know, comics. I know. I'm, I'm just like, going to throw that out there. You know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah. they're nailing it with the Star Wars comics. They are, dude. It's like they, they really are. The Everything that's are coming so out, is, they're fantastic. But the, but the annual, too, it's, it's, it's literally a prequel of uh, Rogue One. And it's how Vader, like, found out they're making right. the Death Star. And he doesn't seem too happy about it. No. Nope. Which is why I think he sent in the droid and said, like, yep. but, it's so, but it's so odd, like, why would at the beginning of of a new hope would he be all pissed off that they stole the plans? I mean, is it just because it's an empire thing? I don't and, know. And I mean, when you when you watch, I mean, you see it in Rogue One and you see it play out a lot in the Catalyst book. Is like Krennic and um, uh, what's his name Tarkin like hate each other? 
Tarkin hates Krennic because Krennic is building the Death Star and basically like the Emperor taking the Emperor's like yeah you know or the Emperor's loving him like now he's the Emperor's golden boy so that's why when Tarkin has the chance to take out Krennic he kills Krennic at the end of uh, uh, Rogue One on Scarif and then now suddenly now he loves the Death Star like the Death Star because Krennic's out of the way now and okay now I'm in control of it and I'm the one that's going to be the head where at that point Tarkin felt very um, just not intimidated but felt like Krennic was going to basically step on his toes and take over right. that role. So, all right. Uh, but well, actually, and then to, well, I was just going to say to tell you a brief of where uh, the Vader comic has gone because that was that arc ended with seventeen and eighteen. Mm-hmm. It's really it's it's bizarre, dude. Because what happens is Vader tasks Tarkin with basically he's like follow me to this planet and try to kill me because he's got he, like all the Jedi are basically extinct. So he's got nothing to hunt. So he wants to like keep his like skills like honed. So he so wants he to be tells, hunted, basically. He tells Tarkin, he's like, get 20 of your best men and try to come kill me. And that's the entire ep- the issue is like oh, one by awesome. one, Vader's picking him off. And he's and Tar- but Tarkin is like purposely putting these guys in harm's way to learn how Vader fights and learn about the Force and learn exactly how far away he can be before he can't use the Force on it. And one by one, Vader's picking these guys off and then there's like kind of like this big moment at the end. You know they're both not going to die, but... Right. It it was great. See, that's one of the best things about... I don't want to just say the Sith because you can't say that the Empire, everybody in it is a part of the Sith, but they all hate each other and they all want to have the ultimate power because this week, Thrawn Alliances came out, the, the new Thrawn book. Yeah. And do that book because in the first book um, they mention that Thrawn met Anakin, and then he knows that he kind of, um, or I think he just at that point I don't think Vader existed, but he's he's calling him. Um, or no, he did I guess towards the end of that, but he mentions him as Anakin, and then come Thrawn alliances. Now you know he's full blown Vader, and they both know that they've done some stuff for the Empire. Okay. Palpatine calls them both in the beginning of the of the book. And task them both with a mission is basically forcing them to work together. And they both just despise each other. And you hear at some points, you know, you can hear Vader, not necessarily in Vader's head, but the comments that he makes. But Thrawn, the way the books work is you hear a lot of like what Thrawn is thinking. And Thrawn is just very meticulous in the way he breaks people down, the way he looks at the way people's like facial expressions and even the way they're breathing sometimes. But the the way the book is, you you are kind of reading all of those, his, his internal um, commenting. And so the book starts with the two of them in front of Palpatine. He sends them on this mission and you find out where he's sending them. It ends up flashing back to Anakin and Padme and then Thrawn, who at the time is just a chiss living on this planet. And it's from his home planet. The name of it escapes me right now. And basically the um, I guess who would have been at that point, the separatists would have mm-hmm. went to the planet, or not the Separatists, it would have been the Republic, went to that planet, and then both Anakin and Thrawn at the time were against the Emperor. And whatever happens, the book I think plays out in the beginning, where whatever happens on the planet, they kind of thwarted the Emperor's plan, but then flash forward 10, 15 years later when he's become Vader, and now Thrawn is this you know epic commander of, of the fleets. Now they're on his side, and he just sends them on, on this mission just to send them back to the planet, basically to see where their allegiance lies. But make wow. them kind of try to work together, but you know they're going to end up duking it out. <laughs> so it's just, but it's like right. a constant theme where you have these major dark side characters that are always at odds with each other because they right. just they want to be number one. You mm-hmm. have you know Krennic and Tarkin. Now here you got Vader and Thrawn. You have Tarkin and Vader. It's like just yep. a constant struggle, which kind of goes back even, to even the Emperor and, and Vader. And Vader, yeah, they're, they're at they're at each other's throats all the time. Yep, it's true. So it's like the rule of two, but. But they still want it to be one, right? <laughs> but they, pretty much, pretty much. It's crazy, man. It's awesome, dude. It's yep. so cool. Like there's a scene in in uh, in the issue 18 where in the very beginning Vader has killed some animal and has skinned it, and if you wear the skin, it, it basically gives you like Harry Potter. It's like in a Harry Potter invisibility cloak. Oh, All nice. right. So so like so they're listening, like they're on the hunt for Vader, and they're listening for him for his breathing, mm-hmm. obviously. But he he disconnected that. He disconnected his breathing apparatus so he could nice. he could skirt around them and then he just shows up. He's like, yeah, here I am, and just slices them down. Dude, it's so awesome, man. Like the comics are just crushing. I gotta catch so, up. Yeah, I gotta catch up. Yeah, I'm dude, sure, man. It's so good. So um, good. I, well, let's move over here. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about another comic here in a second. But I watched. Yep. I, I mentioned last week uh, the rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the new Nickelodeon show. They premiered it last oh, Friday. Oh. 
the little 30-minute special was on TV, and it was basically a a one episode that's coming out in the fall. I think it's October or September the show comes out. Um, And, you know, I couldn't tell where this episode takes place in, like, the timeline of the show. They're either going for, like, the Spider-Man Homecoming where they don't bother with an origin story. Like, you just know who the Turtles are. Like, let's go and jump into Mm -hmm. a story. Or... This is just, they're not even going to bother. Like they're just going to, or, you know, me or, or not that maybe they're just picking an episode and say, all right, we're going to pick episode five and like episode one will actually give whatever the origin of the turtles in this universe are. Uh, but okay. honestly, overall, like, uh, I don't know what the best analogy is. I, I always joke and I said it a few times on here that Teen Titans Go is like my, my go-to for the Titans, right? And I mean, I, joke, I was joking with Gary today saying like, <laughs> it's going to be the best DC movie since like Dark Knight, basically, that comes out this week. But like that's kind of how the show is. It was very tongue in cheek, very just quick on the jokes, and <coughs> more for kids, I guess, if you want to say. Um, mm. And the biggest sign of that was my daughter loved it. Like she, mm. she kept saying, "Like Dad, that doesn't look like the turtles," because her her experience with the turtles is the latest Nick or the Nickelodeon show right before this, which is fantastic. But okay. she's like, you know, how is Raphael? He can't be the leader, and you know, Leonardo looks silly. And what's up with Mikey? That doesn't look like Mikey. But afterwards, she was like, Dad, that was really funny. Like, I really like that show. So I, I think that's the route they're going. Um, and I, I'm going to continue to watch it just because I'm a Turtles fan. But, I mean, th- there isn't even really much to say about it. You know, it really? was kind of like, you just watch it. There, there's no shredder in it. It was really sticking to the sci-fi because they end up going through a portal to a whole other dimension, which you always think Dimension X It's not where they went. I've, the name of it escapes me. That's how amazing the show wasn't. Um, but it uh, <laughs> it was fun. It was a fun show. My daughter really liked it, so I know we're going to dive in and like it. But, you know, I think well, they need to go back, man. They got to go back to just the Turtles, dude. Well, because that, that's all I know. It, like my, my history with the Turtles is when we were kids. Right. And, like that, and, that that's my... Ninja Turtles. I'll even tell you that when you go back and watch that now, if anything, which I did, this I tried to get my daughter into it. So I did. This show compares the most to that show, I would say. Like, still arguably the best, one of the best renditions. Which I've I've gone back and watched like the first two seasons, but a lot of people really like that 2003 reboot. Like the if it was straight up cartoon, it was just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because they there were storylines in there from the original Mirage books. And it mm-hmm. even it stays kind of dark through a lot of it. As great right. as the Nickelodeon one is, Nickelodeon one is really funny. The animation is awesome. There's some really funny storylines in it. It's not as true to the book. It kind of blends them together almost perfectly. Um, right. but the 2003 one is great. But when you go back to the <laughs> one that we watched, oh, yeah. it's like nothing to do with the comics. I mean, think about it. A guy reading a Mirage comic book where you see, you know, April O'Neil in the shower and, you know, the turtles are just like beating the hell out of people. And then you go over and you look at the, you know, goofy Ninja Turtles eating pizza. Like it was a complete opposite of those comics. Right. But, that's what I loved. It, that, I know. That, those those it, were right? my turtles. Yeah. And, and when that movie came out, man, like I was, if social media was out back then when that movie was coming out, like it would have been, oh, I would have been posting about that every day, like leading up yep. to it. Like we do now, like I could not wait for that movie and it yeah, delivered. The movie was awesome. Yep. Um, but, and then, you know, we're talking about this and we had talked about turtles last week. I said, I get into it. I did. I read the first issue of this, uh, this current, this current run. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I liked it. I really liked it. I mm-hmm. thought it was, um, yeah, it, it takes on a little bit more serious tones, and and that's more no more evident than in the very end, where there's like a dad beating the crap out of his kid. Like, mm-hmm. for what I know from Casey the Turtles, Jones like, gets beat, man. His dad is an yeah, asshole. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know that was Casey Jones. Yeah, I think that's who it ends up being. Yeah, uh, thanks. Thanks. You spoiled. Yeah, hey, come on, you're fine. <laughs> but um. No, just the fact that there's domestic violence in the, mm-hmm. in the Ninja Turtles thing is not two things that I put hand in hand. Nope. Um, but I wrote some things on that I that I kind of uh, that stuck out to me. And well, and the first thing was like, and I don't know because, like I said, like my my history with the Turtles is when we were kids and growing yep. up with them, and that's it. So the fact that they're all wearing the same color is that something new or is that well, they're, all wearing red in that, right? they're all wearing red yeah red, that is that's the mirage books i mean the original mirage books were black and white and mm-hmm. then whenever they would do one of the colored covers they were all just wearing red the so col- the red is so the color is more of what was created that when came we were, from the cartoon right because they had to okay. have a reason to kind of like justify their, their different colors and all that right yep. and you kind of <clears throat> i mean you're more or less 
going off of their weapons their to weapons. know what they are than the color, which, you know, whatever that is what it is. But, and, and like I said, like for me, like the movie, the original movie era, uh, where Raphael was kind of like, and not, not like, I don't want to say like the outcast, like he wasn't really an outcast, but he was, well, he has like a chip on his shoulder. He's the one yeah. that is grumpy and always just right. And it seems like he does in in this first he is yep. issue. Is that a running theme throughout Ninja Turtle history, where yes. Raphael is always the yes. outcast, or so to yep. speak? It is. It is. Raphael so is always can... the tough guy. Just you know, right. I can do it all myself. That's right. that's definitely his character. So trait. and then the the, the... He, he's cool but rude, Chris. Raphael is cool but rude. Right. Give me a break. Yeah. And uh, Michelangelo's a something dude. Party I don't dude. remember. Party did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the other two things were um, were April O'Neil. She's not a reporter in this, it doesn't seem, or at least is she. I don't know if she's going undercover. She's some sort of scientist. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then just the fact that I got the the origin of Splinter's name was kind of cool to yep. me. Like I never really the, knew the, if that the was the origin in this new run is definitely different than like the original run for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they make it much more what, like, I don't want to say mysticism slash, uh, what do you call it? Um, not resurrect- what, his, his name? No, no, no. I'm just talking the origin of the turtles, which I guess maybe oh, they don't talk oh, about okay. in the first. Because I've no, been they so didn't long get there yet. Okay. Yeah, You'll get yeah. to it. When you find out, like, why they are what they are and who they are, like, it's it's definitely different in the books than what you know of. Okay. So, but it's cool. Right. I mean, it's definitely the the way that then the story arc kind of goes past that. It's very cool. I don't want to spoil it. And for those of you out there, I'm, we're, we're talking about the IDW run of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, they're on issue, what is it, 80? Is it 83 or 78? Somewhere around there. They're, they're up to 86, I think. 86. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great series, man. And we talked about it a little bit last week. It goes places, and it is very, very cool. So I highly recommend people read it, um, especially yeah. if you were a Turtles fan when you were when you were a kid. Um, it's dark. It's, it's, you can tell that it has like some some dark in like serious tones, and it's not just like a a goof. But it's yep. I like it. I'm gonna it's definitely good. keep up with. It. Yeah, it's good. Uh, let's see what else we have. Uh, I saw Ant Man finally this week, man. You did. I went and saw Ant Man. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp came out this. Oh, actually, came out what beginning of the month? <laughs> Wasn't it July third? I think it came out right around fourth Fourth uh, of July, I think. And uh, we went with the kids, and um, you know, it's it was. I don't want to put it on the same level as Solo because I think Solo for me I still enjoyed more than I enjoyed this. But it was one of those movies where you just go, you just have fun. You know, um, Paul Rudd is just hilarious with the quick jokes and and right. and the jokes weren't like you know Deadpool quick jokes where they're like nasty, dumb. They were just like perfect. Where my daughter walked out, she thought it was the funniest thing in the world. She's like <laughs> oh, I didn't want this movie to end. It was so great. Right. Um, they just they nailed it, man. You know, it's it's nothing incredible and amazing where you could sit there and break down all these different scenes but for just a fun adventure with ant-man and you know his whole crew that that surrounds him it was fun man it's it's a just another hit and i'll tell you the way the end credit scene that you see and we're not going to talk about it here because chris hasn't seen it yet but once you do we do need to talk about it because i don't know what they're gonna do i don't know what Hmm. they're gonna do man there's there's the position that everybody's kind of in at that point I don't know. It's where does this, where does the, the movie as a whole take place in, in, in the, I would say it takes place order. like probably when things are going down, but you don't see anything on like television or they're hinted at. So if anything, it's probably like right before maybe Thanos arrives in New York, because at that point, you know, that stuff would have been all over the news, all over the right. radio, everywhere. So it had to be shortly before that. But then the end credit scene, that stuff is like happening and going down definitely at that point. Okay. So, all right. All right. I don't know, but, but they definitely explain why he's not there. Why, you know, Ant-Man isn't a part of anything. I mean, I can to tell you that cause you, you know, in the first minute he's, he's on house arrest, so he, he can't go anywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, Which yeah they yeah. said that, right? No, Didn't they right. say that? They said that. They, yeah. They, they made that known. Yeah. So he, yeah. that's just why he's, he's got to stay in his house. Can't go anywhere. <laughs> so, but when a, intergalactic god comes to town don't you think they could lift the house arrest to... i don't know i don't know <laughs> you know think? <laughs> but obviously right, he gets, he gets out of the it. house at some point so right uh, but it's fun yeah. it's a fun no, movie the whole definitely. movie is not going to be ant-man on house arrest like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'd be kind of boring all run in a house for hours 
Uh, but I definitely recommend it for sure. It's it's great. And, and, you know, even seeing it in the theater is awesome, too. I mean, when you see him, especially when he becomes huge, it's great. Right. You know, it's, it's The special effects are awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I really like the fight scenes, too. Like, it's so cool how they, you know, like when someone swings a punch and they shrink down real quick and then they pop back up again. Yeah, that's and cool this, stuff. The villain ghost in this, like, you know, when they swing, they punch through her half the time. So, like, you know, there's a great scene with, like, her and the wasp fighting. And, like, you know, she swings at the wasp. The wasp quickly goes small, pops up on the side of her, swings at her, but then punches through her. She turns around and, like, throw another punch. And she goes small again and pops back up. And it's so just fast action happening. It's really, really cool. It's like that, like that scene... <clears throat> when they're fighting Thanos, pretty when, much. Uh, yeah. When, when Spider-Man keeps popping out of the portals from the yep. yeah, it's that exactly was awesome. what it is, man. Awesome. Which cool. is on DVD in three days, four days, three days. Oh. No, when's it, or when's it coming out? No, is it? Was it July? Tw- tw- is it tomorrow? Or is it tomorrow? <laughs> what? Let me see. When's Infinity War in the chat, guys? Help us out. I don't know. It can't be tomorrow, dude. You'd no, we I don't think it is. Signs of like Walmart or something for it, man. It was in my Disney DVD thing. Ooh, you know it is. On, I think it hits digital. You know what? It might hit digital tomorrow or or two two digital the thirty first. Late said so. Yeah, hits digital, okay. and then I think it's two weeks later for the uh, physical. Okay. What are you doing? Are you going right. physical or digital? No, I'll probably just get the digital. I think you know I Star Wars. Uh, I like to have the physical. I might go digital on this. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna do digital. Oh, man, I could be watching that in a few days. <clears throat> Forgot about it. Can't wait. Nice. Um, real quick game I want to talk about, and that is No Man's Sky. Yeah, which is like a game that I I was looking forward to for years and years and years, and I still don't own it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you probably don't own it because when it came out, people were just like, yeah, right. Sadly, it was pretty much the hype for the game was way more than it should have been. Um, what's his mm-hmm. name? Sean Murray and the team over there just promised so much. Couldn't really deliver on it and just just got trashed, basically. I right. mean, people were saying this game's garbage, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but they're an indie studio, so it was kind of, like, unrealistic for the game that they promised to be what the game would become. Uh, sure. But they spent the last two years cracking at it, man, and, and putting their, um, you know, spending tons of hours making updates. And I think there's been three or four big updates they've put out. Uh, but the biggest one just came out this past week. It's called No Man's Sky Next. Uh, the game is now officially on Xbox One, which it was already on PC and PS4. And if you own a copy of the game on those other platforms, you get this update for free. And I'm not going to say it makes it a completely new game because kind of the core of the game is still the same. But now there's full-on multiplayer, so you can team up with, I think it's up to three other people. So four of you just traveling the galaxy, going to planets. There's a full third-person mode. They actually even updated a lot of the visuals. Third person, the game looks amazing, man. When you're walking around, you see your guy in a spacesuit walking around. You can fly your ship right. from behind. Um, you can get freighters now and and team up with your friends on these freighters and create trade routes and all that. But again, the core of the game really is just going around the galaxy, finding all these procedurally generated planets, getting resources to either fuel your ship or buy a new ship to just go and do the same thing again. So like if you're looking for a big action game, that's not what this game is, but I'll tell you, I like I said I never owned it till the till last week actually I bought it. Uh it was 15 bucks. I got it at Walmart. And it is like the greatest I don't feel like really doing anything right now other than just getting in the zone type <laughs> of game. Like you just it was like when you want to play man. a video game but you it's don't so want to put effort in. Peaceful. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, right. you might you might find I could see some people that want to like min max things. Where like, I gotta be getting this specific resource because it's the best one, and I can make X amount of money up in, you know, because you go back to these galactic outposts and that. But it's like, dude, just take in the scenery. Like, it's right. that's what I've I've maybe played honestly only like two hours, and it's just it's chill, man. Like, yeah. I, it really is cool. And I downloaded the update. Was only to tap in just for a little bit here recently, so I haven't played true multiplayer yet. But I'm I'm actually right. excited to do that because it just seems like it's gonna be a ton of fun. Uh, to do it, I actually saw the Steam reviews over on Steam on PC went from purely negative to now mixed. <laughs> so people are liking it. The reviews okay. are coming up. People are starting to All like right. it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I think I would just get like enjoyment out of just like taking off a planet and going into orbit and and but and that's all real time right like that's all, that's all time, like it's yeah, so it's, cool, there's, there's no cutscene where yep. just all of a sudden you're yep. in the middle of space like you you 
physically are moving that far away. Because it's super cool. You, see, you hit like the right trigger, and, and once you're in your ship, you take off, and you fly up, <laughs> and then you can hit circle to get a little bit more boost to kind of really get yourself out of the orbit. And then once you're in orbit, you know, you can kind of turn, you look down, and you see the the planet, and you can land anywhere on these planets, and it's going to yeah. just automatically, like, you know, generate something there for you. Um, but then you can kind of turn to space, and you you can hit, I think you click in the left stick, and it kind of just like does this little ping and it kind of goes around and you can find all these other things and it'll tell you like, okay, there's something interesting, like a planet over there. You turn towards it, start boosting. And then you hit your R1 and L1 at the same time. And you do like a real fast, like when you go real fast and it tells you like, if you just want to go at regular speed, it'll right. say, this is going to take you 12 hours and 34 minutes and 78 <laughs> seconds. If you hit the little boost, it'll say, okay, this is now going to take you one hour and 20. And if you want to sit there and hold the controller for that long, it literally would take that long. Or if you do the quick boost, it'll say, all right, this is going to take you now 45 seconds. And you're like going through light speed, like you see it going and then you can pop out whenever you want. And if you pop out like too short, then it'll say, you know, you still have 30 minutes or whatever. But if you get right up to the planet, you're on the planet and then you have to fly to the area on the planet. So sometimes you'll come to it and where you need to go is on the backside of the planet. So you need to kind of get around the planet. And again, it's like, all right, well, do I use my quick warp speed just to quickly go real fast, just to jump over there? Or do I sit here for a minute 45 of just hitting the boost. So it's, it's super cool, man. And then when you land, like you just it. go down and usually there's like wildlife there. Sometimes it attacks you. Sometimes it runs. Sometimes there's nothing. And is that there. difficult? Is it, uh, is it difficult to take them down or it depends like, on have what you ever it is. died? For, it does. Okay. I, I honestly haven't died yet. Cause I don't think I've gotten to a planet that's been like vicious enough, but I've seen videos of like massive beasts that just like come running at you and just knock you over and you're dead. And it's for the most part, like the planet's, the same like is one like more heavily populated than another one or are they all kind of like wide open everyone i've seen has been different but it's more like just imagine if you came to north america for the first time before humans were here it's just there's nothing it's just nothing trees and then rocks and and you go like you might need helium or, or like you, you need a lot of um like iron is something you need a lot or plutonium for your uh, fuel. Right. So you, you again, once you're on the planet, you ping and all these little things like element signs will pop up and say, okay, there's, you know, iron over there. There's plutonium over there. And you go over and you start just zapping it with your gun, but then your gun <laughs> runs out of fuel. So then you got to mine the stuff to, to refuel your gun. And then you could even get stranded where you might run out of fuel and then you're surrounded by no resources or you have no resources to fuel your gun. And the only way to get the resources is to use your gun. So you got to just sit there and you're stranded. And hope that somebody shows up at some point, or if one of your friends are on, have them come to you, which you you couldn't do before, but now you can. Now you can People can come right. to you and give you stuff to help you get off the planet. Right. And then you have to even upgrade your suit. So like some planets you go on, you can't even, um, you know, it's maybe like toxic. It's toxic, right? Yeah. So you have to upgrade your suit. So you may go to a planet where you need, because there are little missions that'll say like, go to this beacon or whatever. You may go to go to that beacon, and the minute you step out of your ship, you're just gonna die, or you're gonna take a mm -hmm. lot of uh, damage. So you gotta go back up go to a planet where you can then craft whatever you need to go back down there and do it. Okay. So it's cool though. It's cool that they, they didn't just yep. throw in the towel on it. Nope. And, and kind of fine tune things and, and they took their time doing it. Cause what, it was two years. That games were not two, two, years. two years, believe it or not. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And they actually That's said, cool. I think starting next week, they're going to start doing weekly community events. So like next week there'll be like a place in the galaxy where it's like go here everybody and there's something's gonna happen there we don't know what it's gonna be, so they mm -hmm. may have a certain beacon maybe that's gonna push the story forward or maybe there's only gonna be a certain resource there but it's like they they have planned events for like the next like six months or something like that where which is cool like they never did that before so now it's mm -hmm. a way for the whole community to come together and go to these different places and because that's the thing with this a lot of times is people aren't really exploring the same places now they are because now you can team up. But prior to this, there was no way to like go to the same spot where somebody's been. And now you can mm -hmm. now that they're specifically putting these locations in the game. It's super cool, man. It's it's kind of finally the space exploration game that everybody wanted it to be. Right, right. So, and when you when when the game loads up for the first time, is are you in space or you, they put you on a planet? You're on a planet. You you wake up and your plant your ship is crashed and you got to basically fix it. And that that's like the tutorial they teach you kind of how to craft items. Okay. In that. Yeah. All right. And like I said, I think you can get it. I think okay. GameStop maybe has it for like 16. I got it at Walmart. It was on, I found it for 15 last week, but I think it's back up to 20 brand new. The right. Xbox, it's 50. And I think the PC, I think it might even be 50 again, but PS4, you can still get it for 20 bucks. Brand new. Really? So, and then you get the update for free. So check I, it out. Maybe it's, well, I mean, Spider Man's coming Spider -Man. out. Spider Man. 
<laughs> so I'll uh, if I if I get it, I'll play yeah. it a couple times. So I don't know, but I, I it it's my kind of game. Like yeah, you know, I, I was thinking of you, man. I was playing on the Chris would love this game. Yeah, so. I'm just going my own pace. I don't have to. Yeah, and that's I, honestly, it's kind of what I think I'm going to do. Just pop it in every once in a while, play it a little bit, and then just go hands off. I mean, I'm sure you could dive in deep. I'm sure I'm, I know there are people doing that. There's been people still playing for the last two years building mm. just you know huge banks of resources and there's even like i'm playing on normal mode there's even like hardcore mode where if you die you're dead you know like that's it so it's like they even have really? that where it's like if you get stranded on a planet you don't have resources you're dead or if you die to toxins you're dead like they, they wow. put those modes into it, which that i think that came with either the last update or the update prior to that um but just another way to play the game wow that's brutal uh let's see we got one more topic this week we want to talk about and this is a new show that has launched on hulu and that is the stephen king inspired castle rock is out and hulu actually put the first three episodes up which was kind of interesting i was wondering if yeah you told me one. that and that was surprising yeah yeah we uh just watched the first one last night which i think you did right. as well right chris i did yeah what do you think man uh in typical stephen king form I got no idea where this is going, <laughs> but I'm intrigued as hell. And yeah. where we are now is completely where we will not be by the end of this this yep. thing. Like the, the the guys, I mean, I don't got to talk about him. Like he's a master storyteller. Mm -hmm. So um, the thing that I think I have the most interest in, or why I'm so interested in it, is for the simple reason that we're back at Shawshank. Yes. You know what I mean? Like the fact mm -hmm. that he brought that back into the fold. I mean, aside from all of these like sci-fi movies that we talk about all the time and uh, Star Wars and all the Marvel movies, like you're talking about just like a straight up movie. I, I got to say, like probably Shawshank's probably like my, my favorite movie of all time. It's got to gotta be up there. Mm -hmm. Number one, if not number two. So the fact that it is coming back into play and it's not just it's not just like a prop more or less it seems like it's very important oh, it's, to the story. Well, let's just set it up for for people that don't know this is a show that well i've never read the dark tower but it seems to me like it, it kind of follows that path where it pulls in all these stephen king stories into one and i'm not talking dark tower the movie i'm talking dark tower the books there's a lot of references to other stephen king books in those novels and mm -hmm. so in this it's it's uh, produced by jj abrams and stephen king mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if King is actually writing any of this. I think it's actually there's two other writers. We watched kind of the recap show that they have on Hulu, and he wasn't in it at all. There were these two other guys oh, really? talking about writing it. Uh, but, of course, he's a producer on it. Um, yeah. But they're pulling in all these different elements. So the, the I'm going to just kind of say how the show starts off. It starts off with uh, who, who's the actor's name? He's, he's Locke from Lost. Whatever his name is. Uh, he's Locke from Lost. Uh, Locke from Lost. <laughs> At the top, uh, what the heck is it? Tony O something. Terry. Terry or something. Terry O'Hallahan. Terry O'something. Um, Terry O'Flanagan. Yeah, O'Flanagan. I, I like it. Is, I don't know. Terry, Terry O'Quinn. I see it right now. Terry O'Quinn. So yeah. at the start of the show, you don't know at the time, but he is the current warden of Shawshank. And the show begins with him saying goodbye to his wife. Well, actually, first there's another scene before that, but kind of once the credits roll, that's the scene you see. And he gets in his car, says goodbye to his wife. You, you find out it's his last day of work. He's retiring. He says, all right, you know, we're going to get ready to go. But he doesn't go to work. He goes to the woods and parks his car and ties a rope around a tree, ties the other end around his neck, and then steps on the gas and floors it into over a cliff into the water. You see blood splatter because clearly his head went flying and the car crashes into the water. And as it's going in, that's when you see Shawshank on the bumper. And you're just like, like you could have just what? driven the car off a cliff. <laughs> the fact that like, why did you need to put the rope? Attached to the tree, and then it's going in know, through man. the back window into yeah. around his neck. I'm like, oh, but what was the thing with the dog? Like, he looked over for a split second, and there, and there was, was a dog, dog there. there, and he kind of just like made a smirk and then just gunned Gone. it. Yep, I don't know. And it's cool because they make reference to even there's a new warden now. So then it flashes for you to kind of see this new warden. It's a woman that's taking over. And when they show her the office, which I, I want to go back and watch Shawshank because, I mean, from what I can remember of the office looking like the warden's office, it looks the same. But when yeah. they walk in, he says to her, he's like, yeah, you know, you're the fourth warden we've had in X amount of years. He's like, you can actually still see the bullet hole in the wall from when whatever the warden's Lord name Norton. Was. Yeah, killed Lord himself. Norton. Yeah. I was like, oh, my yeah. God, that is so cool, it's man. It's great. It's great. Yep. And they reference him again later on, like really quick. But everybody's hanging on 
will they reference red and will they reference I mean, Dufresne? It. It, 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 you Did know you, what I mean? Dude, like, I didn't even realize my wife or Amanda said it. Like I, she were watching it and um, I was like, because the, the, the story continues on and you find out there's somebody who's been living in this like abandoned area of the, of the prison down in this little tunnel, which reminded me of talking of Locke from Lost. I remember he found like the vault. The hatch, like, yeah, yeah. There's the hatch. Yeah. There's the hatch. There's Locke's uh, hatch. Yeah, yeah. Um, this guy goes down there in this hatch in this abandoned area and then there's a kid. And then they call him the kid, and you don't know he's he's unregistered to Shawshank. He's not a prisoner Pennywise. of Shawshank. It's Pennywise. Nobody. But then you find out it's Bill Skarsgård. It's the guy who plays Pennywise in the It movies. Right. Incredible, man. But I didn't know and, that until she said that. I was like, holy crap. So the uh, well, and his uh, uh, Locke's wife, she only had the brief scene of him, like when he was leaving the house in the beginning. She's in um, a lot of these seasons of uh, American Horror Story. Yes, I did. So she, yep. so she's creepy in and of, her, of herself. Like, yep. but then um, the the scene in the very beginning, like, like you, you, it's like wintertime, obviously in Maine. Remember the Langoliers movie, the Stephen yeah, King? I remember I mean, the Langoliers, yeah. But you, they would hear like way off in the distance, like all these crazy like sounds. And stuff. Yeah, and the Langoliers yeah. would come and like eat the planet. Yeah. So when I heard that, well, I was like, oh my God, is this the Langoliers? <laughs> like this guy, he's just in his car, he's in the middle of the woods, and he, you hear on the radio that they're like stopping a search for this boy until the springtime, but he's still out looking. And he's kind of, he just takes a break. He sits down. I think at one point, like he, he sticks his like, like walking stick into the ground, which is obviously covered in ice and snow yeah. and he hits something. So he starts digging. It's just a deer. So obviously, you know that he's looking for this kid. So, um, he, he takes a break and he sits down and then in the middle, like all of a sudden in the middle of the frozen over river is this kid that he's looking for. And he just showed up like that in the middle of it runs out and gets him, And then that's kind of where it like, starts out so his name is what was his name henry i think it was his name yeah yeah so the kid oh, wait, that you Marcus, the, the guy that finds the, him no the kid that was in the middle of the uh, that's that's the, the uh, lawyer what's his name uh yeah i, th I thought it was isn't it henry is it henry henry, uh, henry devers henry yeah so the, the when they found so then then you fast fast uh, fast forward to today and you're at shawshank and they find that kid down and or was not really kid he's He's Pennywise. Uh, when when they pull him out and he finally talks and he says Henry Devers. At first, I'm thinking like there's some. I thought that he was saying that's his name because they keep asking him his name. Yeah. Because the Henry Devers they find in the middle of the the river years ago is black, and the kid that they pull up is He's white. The whitest kid you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So when he's saying when he finally starts talking and they keep asking what's your name, what's your name, what's your name, and he just says Henry Devers. I'm thinking like that's him, but how did is there like some yeah. time thing going? But he's really just asking for the real Henry Devers because he's become a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And then you find out at the very end of the episode. Did you notice anything weird about the at the very end of the episode when they got on the locked? cameras? What what what, what camera are you talking about? Oh no, not that. That that's was awesome. Cameras. When when they kind of reveal that Locke was down in the I call oh, him Locke him. You know, when he's with him and he was like when they come when they find you ask for Henry Devers did you notice anything there I don't know man you got to go back and watch you're gonna tell it's, me man what I, I don't know something happens with his eyes it looks like there's like 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 mm -hmm. a, a a camera or something that just glosses over and then goes away within his eyes. Ooh. It's and I rewound it like three times. I'm like, that's he doesn't like move into a light or something like that. He's just sitting there and he's and like, he just goes when they find you ask for Henry Devers and he's just staring at him. And like the it looks like a shutter goes off like on his wow. eyes. Wow. Go back and watch. All it. right. I need to. And maybe if you can watch it on your phone because you can like see a little bit more up close. Yeah. I don't know. man. Maybe I'm just seeing <laughs> things and maybe it was just a weird edit or something. But yeah. anything is. You know, anything is in play at this point in the game. It's a good start. So, Definitely. I'll tell you, I think it's a great start. Yeah. You know what? One thing I, cause I, we watched kind of the little after show, the guy, um, who finds Henry out in the, um, in the lake is Alan yeah. Pangborn, who is the same sheriff from Needful Things. That's who Ed Harris oh, played really? in Needful Things. So I guess people that really? know the Stephen King Lord, that is like a recurring character. So that's somebody that, you know, really? you would know, I guess if you, if you watch Needful Things too, so. 
they're pulling so much in and and honestly like i think it's a great start and like you said where it's gonna go i mean who knows like like it seems like deaver is kind of the core of it like he's gonna be the main not necessarily the main character but he's gonna be tied to everything to some extent right because i think the the big mystery right now is where did he go when he was a kid because you find out him and his dad basically went out fishing the dad went missing along with him of course but then he came back and where was he where did he go and he doesn't he can't remember he doesn't even remember he doesn't remember right so so and now the guy that found him in the middle of the river is now dating like his mom yeah so many years later so like now they have like some animosity towards each other and Uh, who that actor I love that actor he was the dad and I think The Leftovers was that show that was on uh, HBO and he was the crazy dad from that and so he's, like, he's playing yeah. the same character it seems yeah. the, the older well, we kind of left out like kind of the big scene at the end is um, the the Bill Skarsgård character who's very minimal he says is really the name of you know Henry Deavers like the, a cop is or a not a cop a uh, CEO or whatever you want to call him yeah. he, he works at Shawshank correction yep. though yeah Works at, he works at Shawshank. He's like trying to help him because they're trying to cover it up. They like the new warden doesn't want to get anybody involved. So at the end, like he's like you said, like he's watching the security cameras and they start like blinking out one at a time. And every time they come back, somebody's dead and he's gotten out. Yeah. And he's killing these people one by one. And you don't know how he's killing them. And it's just like, or, happens yeah, or like if that. he even is. Yeah. You don't know. Or I guess yeah, you go down that And and that's the thing that like you mentioned the the warden doesn't want word to get out because they they technically like if you think about it legally they can't hold him in Shawshank. He's not a prisoner. Like there is no who who the hell is this guy? That's why they keep saying he's not a prisoner here registered. Like we have no registration for this guy at all. So technically they they should let him off into the public, but they don't want the public to know because if they know, then they're going to be like, get this guy out of, you know, you got to get him out of the prison. He can't be in there. So, and not only that, like you think about it, Shawshank is nothing but bad publicity. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like their wardens are killing themselves all the time. Like they, they had the murder corruption at Shawshank and now that they got this guy that they're keeping and now Mm -hmm. they're going to have even bad media on their hands that he's killed. I think he, it looks like he's killing, doesn't matter. He's killing workers. He's killing inmates. Everybody, yeah. Dude, I don't know. <sighs> All right, well, the, the, the episode two it's and three great. are out. By by the time I know you and I talk about this again, Chris, we'll definitely be watching it because I'm keeping yeah. up with it. Uh, it is only on Hulu right now, so, of course, you have to have a Hulu membership um, to be watching it, but um, I, I, I think it looks uh, – it's off to a great start. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see where it goes. And I'm looking the next two episodes. There's uh, Habeas Corpus, Local Color, and then it says August 1st, episode four comes out called The Box. So mm-hmm. take that. So they, so they throw them in the box. They throw them in the box. What's in the, the box? Cereal box. Uh, what's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we got for this week, man. You got anything else you want to talk about? Or? No. Um, I guess that's a wrap for now. And then we'll yeah. maybe we'll, we'll do this down the road. Tardis coming back to you next week. The yeah. only Doctor Who podcast in the world that you need None. to be listening to. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say there was. A, That's right. There are no yeah. others. There's no We're other podcast. We're the only here. Doctor Who podcast ever. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys are, missed the uh, beginning of the show, I know some over some of you over on Twitch may have missed it. We are launching beginning next week. We're going to record it the same night, uh, but we're going to have a whole new feed. So if you are an enthusiast life listener, um, the Tardy Tardis will be. <laughs> it's just funny saying that the Tardy Tardis <laughs> will be in a whole new feed. Uh, we're actually going to host it over on Anchor anchor.fm uh, I think is the website we're going to put it at so, yeah. um, those guys reached out to me um, just saying hey you know we want to maybe start hosting some things over here um, so this is going to be our first rodeo with them so we'll see how it goes but it, they are able to publish to iTunes and all that as well um, but so are we doing the, the Twitch thing for this too? I don't know do we want to or not? I, I, I mean if we do it. I think we have to don't we have to kind of create a different Twitch feed for it though? I think mm-hmm. it needs its own Yes and no. I mean, it, the Guardian Radio Network is the the overarching thing. So it's okay. still that that's. I mean, that's why we're broadcasting this, really. Right, it's right. It's like, but I don't know. We'll don't see. Care. Maybe maybe our, you know maybe next week we won't go live. We'll see how the Tardy Tardis goes and see <laughs> to see how the show right. rolls. That's not a bad idea. The yeah. show will be out next week, definitely on the feeds. And and again, follow us at the Enthused Life uh, on Instagram or on Twitter. Yeah, but definitely check out the comicpanel.com. We'll set up some um, stories over there for it. 
and we'll just start posting it there because again it's going to be brought to you by the comicpanel.com i think it's going to be right. I've, I've talked to the folks over at the comicpanel.com we've been we were they're in some okay big negotiations but yeah. i was able to pull some strings all and right they're going to sponsor the one and only doctor who podcast in the whole universe okay. all right the they Tardy brought Tardis. in that uh that that sports agent Yes, Drew, Drew Rosenhaus. They brought in Rosenhaus. Yeah, I, I brought in Dwayne the Rock Johnson from Ballers. <laughs> yeah, and said uh, I, I brought I, in I brought in uh, Donald Trump's old attorney <laughs> to help us out. Michael Cohen came in. Yep, <laughs> Michael Cohen. Came he, in. he talked to Alan. Alan. <laughs> Alan's got the financing. <laughs> He's going to take care of it all. Hundred fifty k. That's yeah, the going rate. Right right cash. Yeah. Cash is what we're doing. No, 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 no. Okay. No, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, balls. Okay. I also had another idea for another uh, podcast called the Trump Dump, and we just just all we all you do every week is just make fun of the stuff that the Trump did that week. But we're we're talking well, we about can, the Tardy Tardis. So. We we can't do four hour shows, man. Our wives would kill us. That's right. Like Jimmy Fallon and all those guys, they got it on lockdown. They, they, yeah, they got they the uh, political jokes for days. Uh, but all right, guys. Well, everybody, thank you as always here for tuning into the show. We will be back, like I said, next week with the first episode of the Tardy Tardis. Um, it's a free Amazon Prime. If you well, I guess Amazon Prime is not free, but if you if you have Amazon Prime, Doctor Who is on there. We urge you to take this journey with us, please, through the journey of Doctor Who. We're just two American idiots talking about Doctor Who every week. And uh, if you've never seen the show, now is the perfect time to jump now in. Now is the perfect time. If you've been following the show since day one, now is the perfect time to go back and watch episode. Yep. Seasons one For- and two, like. Because we're on, what, season 11 in reality? Yeah, and the new Doctor, she's coming out. I mean, that was honestly kind of some of the, one of the reasons we said, like, hey, this would be great because a new season's yeah. coming out. I mean, it's going to take us a year and a half to get through yeah, exactly. all the episodes. I mean, we're good to go for a while, but... Um, but I don't even know, like, th- that's the stuff that I want to know. And, and I'm not going to read the comments because someone might spoil it, but don't, like... Why do they switch doctors? I don't know. I don't need, like, don't, I don't even know don't that tell stuff. us in the chat. Like, that's something no, we like, want to... I don't, I don't know that stuff. Like, I, yep. Ah, we'll, do they all we'll just get, get killed off and like what what will we be like I, I i'm interested to see as we go through this ride are we gonna be like emotionally tied to doctor who like are is there gonna be a doctor that we're and gonna then be tied they switch to them? and then they switch it and it's like no like, <laughs> right because the cast that and is then, in those first few episodes isn't there at all anymore so anymore. it's like right and crazy i'm sure like I, that's what i want to look forward to like what do people think is like the best doctor? Who's their favorite doctor? Yep. Like, like at what point did people think like this was the best? These are the best seasons. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sure there's it is, runs the gamut. Is Doctor of, Who like the Spider-Man suit or SNL cast <laughs> where people are arguing over who's the best and like who's whoever is your who's your first right. doctor? You know, right, right. Yep. All right, I uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've always wanted to start the show, and the only one that I know that watches it is my brother-in-law. And he doesn't – he never talks to me about it. Like he doesn't like push it on me and mm. he knows that I don't watch it and he knows that I'm, I'm not against it. But there's no point in talking to me about it because I don't know anything about it. I will so, I will say that, again, we I only watched the first three episodes ever. But a guy I work with, him and his kids watch it. And that's part of the reason why I tried to watch it a few years ago because for Halloween – and I'll, I'll definitely get, a, get the picture from him of this. His son wanted to be the Dalek. I know what the Dalek is. It's and I know you've seen pictures of it, Chris, but you I'm, right now you probably wouldn't know what it is. But it's a massive no. like robot thing that has like a plunger for a hand, <laughs> and all it does it just all I know is it goes around just going exterminate because exter- we went <laughs> trick or treating with him and his kids. Right, and dude, he built. I mean, it's all made out of wood. It's huge. His son stood on it and it or stood inside of it. He made a little door. The kid went inside of it. And then he borrowed, I had a little USB speaker that he had and had his iPod and it just kept saying like exterminate, exterminate. (laughs) And it was on wheels and he couldn't even go to anybody's door. He just walked down the street (laughs) wheeling. People lost their minds. They were like, this is a Dalek. It's incredible. And this thing has been sitting in his garage. I asked him today because I told him we were starting the show. I'm like, Mm -hmm. where is that thing? He's like, oh, it's in my garage. It's just covered in like dust and cobwebs. I'm like, man, you need to, he needs to clean it it up and dude, he could sell it for like a thousand bucks. It's, it's incredible. It looks just like the thing, man. So I have a feeling with us doing this show, there's definitely going to be a visit to his house and some pictures. Yeah. For sure. So that's, and and that's what I want to get into. Like all these, it's like star Wars, man. There's so many different characters and, and worlds. And we need to, we need to start dressing like the doctors, I think on the show. So if we're going to do this in video. (laughs) <laughs> do they do they have a specific 
like look? Do they have a, a specific? Or do they wear the same clothing? Everything. You know what? What in my head? I know it's not. I just picture the guy from Fantastic Beasts as the doctor. And his hair is all like crazy. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I right. just think of him as a doctor almost, but I don't know. I don't know, man. It's gonna be fun, man. So many questions and eleven. Well, ten because we're just starting eleven, right? I don't know. I don't know. So well, by the time we get to <laughs> eleven. <laughs> By the time yeah, but, by the time we get through them all, they'll be on like season thirteen or fourteen, probably at that point. Yeah. How, how many episodes is a season? Do we know? We didn't even how many see. Episodes we didn't even, in a season? It's what? How many episodes in a season? Yeah. Is that address? Uh, I don't. know. I can look it up quick, but. I just hope it's doctors look. I just hope it's like one of those shows where, and I loved Lost. You know, like we we watched Lost at the end, but so many like questions. Like, how quick do they answer questions? If there's questions that are out there, or is it just so like. You know what? Somebody told me when um, I told somebody today that we were doing the show. Was it no? Yesterday I told him, and he told me that Doctor Who always reminded him kind of of Sliders. Remember the show Sliders on Fox? I remember it. Jerry, but was I it never Jerry O'Connell? I think that was in that, and they would just kind of time travel to different, like not their dimensions, but it's like almost different realities where it's like still your same family and friends, but something's different. Okay. They were like sliding through these different um, dimensions. And that's what somebody said Doctor Who is like. And so it's like every episode is really kind of a, yeah. its own little story. Almost I get, Even X-Files. Let's put it like the X-Files where every episode is kind of its own little story. Right. But there is an overarching story. So what is like Quantum Leap? Story. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like the, <laughs> just the the image <laughs> on, on, on Amazon Prime of the Doctor and this, I think what's her name? Rose. Rose. Yeah. Like it's so like stepbrothers. Remember the 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 <laughs> yeah. They're just looking up. Like what are you looking at? First of all, <laughs> it's just so <laughs> random. So the first season's got thirteen episodes. I'll just do like the first three or four. Yeah. Do they do they get longer or is it always? So you got it's only... four, fourteen in season two. Oh, I accidentally hit season four. Fifteen in season four. Okay. Season three, fourteen. So it looks like. 13, 14, okay. 15. Somebody 15. told me to, or this guy at work was telling me as well, there's holiday specials or like Christmas specials too. Okay. So somebody in the chat, I know some of you guys watch it. So I think we may have to figure out where those fit because he said sometimes you want to watch those before season. So they're like, they're like annuals. Right. Basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They're, the, okay. they're the, like a Vader annual. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, guys. So the Tardy Tardis, a Doctor Who podcast launching next week. And uh, again, we urge you guys to come along with us. And hey, like I said, if you want, yeah, it said there's always a Christmas episode. If you uh, are artistic out there and you want to help us create our logo, you know, of course, we'll give you credit and it it could be plastered on a t-shirt. Look at I'm wearing the Guardian Radio t-shirt. You may have a Tardy Tardis t-shirt and it's uh, created by you. So uh, if you want to send that to us uh, at theenthuselife at gmail.com, we're going to come up with emails and stuff too. So uh, Tardy Tardis next week, we will be uh, giving all that out because we got to still kind of finalize that. I'm kind of waiting to get the logo before we do that. Uh, but look for it. I would say probably maybe every Friday we'll release new episodes. So this will give us either Wednesday or Thursday. We'll record, but we'll always release it on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cool thing too, I was thinking, Chris, is if one of us goes away, like on vacation or whatever, we could do like two shows. Like, oh sure, because because yeah. that's see, I always wanted to do a show that's like timeless. And that's kind of what this mm-hmm. is. Like, we're not talking about news of the week. We're not talking right, about anything right. like that. It's like, we're talking about season one, episode one. That's what this episode is. So you could go 10 years from now and listen to it, and it's still going to be relevant. That's, right. I mean, literally, we are. We're recording this 12 years after it aired, and it's going to be relevant if you go back right. and watch that. So, um, yeah. It's the perfect show for it. I, 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 don't, I think we nailed it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think there's a better show we could have picked. So. Nope. I can't wait to start this one. So, all right, everybody. Well, thank you as always here for making us a part of your week. And with that, we'll catch you guys later. Peace. Have fun. Jason. Jason. Dr. 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 Dr.